Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Hi, everyone. I was about to record this episode of Menopause Moment, and then I went, wait, I could just do a Facebook Live. Why wouldn't I do that? So here I am. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barancini Mo. This episode is sponsored by Medterra, our CBD, your health. Today I'm talking about just the general stress and worry of being in menopause and perimenopause because it is stressful. I mean, you have all these things going on, all the symptoms that we've talked about in the show and more to come. You have menopause brain or brain fog, mood swings, depression, anxiety, sleep disturbance and insomnia, weight gain, hot flashes, night sweats, dry skin, reduced sex drive, you're thirsty, your hair is falling out, you're bloated, you have headaches, joint pain, digestive system problems, and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, it just goes on and on. So of course it's stressful. And when you think about the fact that most of us are super unprepared and it's coming on gradually, so you don't know or you don't really notice what's happening. Now I know some of you have had hysterectomies and it happened really suddenly. And I, but, but, but still, what I'm hearing when I get emails from women every day who watch the show or listen to the podcast and who say, I'm not getting this information from my doctor. I don't, I don't, and, and I don't think a lot of us get the, all the information that we need from our doctors and medical practitioners. Now, I will say my doctor now is fantastic, but my first doctor, aside from the fact that the way she told me, like, the way she told me was, and, and let's take a step back here. The reason I went to see my doctor is because I was having a lot of symptoms and I thought something was really seriously wrong with me. I actually thought I was ill and I was scared. So I called my doctor and I said, I think something's really wrong. I think I might be really ill. And I told her some of the symptoms. She said, you know, I, I think we should do some blood tests. And then she called me and she just said, you're in menopause. She didn't couch that one. She didn't, you know, do anything to soften the blow. And it was, you know, you've, you've seen my story in the, the trailer for the show or in the early episodes of the show, then you know that was a big shock for me. That was a big shock. So, you know, that's one of the reasons she's my old doctor. But another reason she's not my doctor anymore is because she told me that the really the only thing that we could do to help me with the night sweats and the hot flashes and the really challenging symptoms I was experiencing was to put me on hormone replacement therapy. And she didn't suggest any other options. It was basically, you can go on hormone replacement therapy or you can white knuckle it. Good luck. Well, my current doctor suggested some really great supplements and I've told you about them before on, on other shows and, and they've been fantastic, but I had to find CBD oil myself. I had to find the bed jet myself. I had to discover a lot of things that would help on my own and I'm still finding those things. Like no one told me that completely changing my diet would make a huge difference in the way that I felt going through the transition into menopause. No one mentioned exercise to me. None of my doctors said those things. And that's shocking to me when I really lay it out and realize like no one is guiding me here. Like no one has guided me. And it might be true that no one's guiding you either. And that's stressful. And it honestly genuinely hurts my heart. My mom passed away in 2004. And when she went on, when she went through menopause, when she went through her transition, she was on estrogen and hormone replacement therapy for a long, long time. And so I don't know what advice she would have given me 
but at least I would have had something, at least I would have known something or had some sort of preparation for what this experience is like. And so I think if you don't have someone like that in your life, I hope this show is like that for you. I hope this show is providing that because I started doing this show because I couldn't believe no one was talking about this, like how, how many of us didn't know. And when I found out and I started talking to a couple of my friends and the more, more friends I talked to, the more I was saying, yeah, ha ha, I thought I, you know, it was just really hot last summer and I was sweating like crazy through the night. And my friends were like, wait, hold on. That happens to me all the time. Are you saying that's a menopause symptom? <laughs> well, yeah, honey, <laughs> it is. So, I, and, and I think that's the thing that, that really spurred me to do this show is because I just genuinely could not believe how many people were like me. I thought maybe I was just, you know, they're just things that aren't really in your sphere of influence or sphere of awareness. And it, that menopause was in, not in my awareness. And I didn't know. And so... I didn't have anyone to tell me what to expect, what it would feel like, and I really wanted other people not to have to, I didn't want other women to have to go through that. I don't. I don't want you to have to experience that. And, and I'm not a doctor, so I can tell you some of the things you're going to experience or you might experience and how to maybe handle them and some options that may work for you, but I'm not a doctor, and so you should definitely check with your doctor before you take any advice from me or anyone else on the internet, let's be honest. But, but, I, but I hope that some of the solutions that I talk about on the show are useful. We're going to take a short break, and I'm going to read a word from our sponsor, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about this a bit more. Okay, here we go. For many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats, and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night, so I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing really put a dent in my hot flashes until I started using Medterra CBD oil. And my hot flashes and night sweats improved by about 80%, reducing the severity and the frequency, so I wake up less often and I get a lot more sleep. Just one dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night, and my hot flashes decreased by about 80%. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra's CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to take. Get your CBD oil at MedterraCBD.com today and use the code MENOPAUSEMOMENT for 10% off. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about this. I'm going to read something to you. I was on Instagram the other day and I saw this post from Dr. Drew Timmermans, who's a doctor in Scottsdale. And he posted this really sweet post and I think it's very relevant. And it was a, an apology from him on behalf of the medical establishment. And he wrote this, let me paint you a picture. A 60 year old man walks into his doctor and tells the doctor he has no libido and has a difficult time achieving an erection. The large majority of the time that man is prescribed injectable testosterone after having lab tests run showing low testosterone levels. Next scene, a woman of the same age walks into the same physician's office for complaints of low energy, low libido, depression, and pain with intercourse because she's, she has vaginal dryness. The large majority of the time her doctor will tell her she's postmenopausal, her symptoms are normal, and gives her KY jelly and an antidepressant. Sometimes the doctor may order hormone labs, but because the bottom end reference ranges for postmenopausal hormones is zero, it's still viewed as normal. And he goes on to say, something is very, very wrong with this picture, and I hope that it is evident to all of you. As part of the medical profession, this weighs heavy on my heart, 
because there's a huge discrepancy between how men and women with hormone deficiencies are treated. So on behalf of the entire medical field, I want to apologize for the mistreatment of postmenopausal women in situations like this. Your symptoms are valid, and you don't deserve to feel that way just because you're postmenopausal. There are things that can be done to lessen your symptoms and make you feel better. I'm not saying that every postmenopausal woman needs to be put on hormone replacement therapy because I don't think that's appropriate. What I do think is appropriate is acknowledging women and their postmenopausal symptoms and helping them to improve their symptoms without the use of medications like SSRIs. And just so you know, that's serotonin, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. That's an antidepressants. So here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like this. If your doctor isn't helping you, if your doctor isn't suggesting alternatives and options and solutions, do not be afraid to find another doctor. I have heard from some of you that you know you're in perimenopause because you're experiencing symptoms and your doctor's telling you, no, you're not in perimenopause or you're too young. Look, if you're experiencing a, a bunch of perimenopause symptoms and you're in your late 30s or early 40s, you might be in perimenopause. And if your doctor doesn't know that, you need another doctor. The only reason that I know anything is because I didn't stop pursuing truth when my first doctor told me that I was in or that I was in menopause based on my numbers. I'm still in perimenopause, which because it hasn't been a full year since my last period. But the thing is, that was the first sign to me, like to just tell me I'm in menopause, made me feel like I actually thought I had skipped over perimenopause. I actually believed that. But the reality is I'm still in perimenopause. And the other thing is that she didn't offer me any alternative. She just said, well, the only thing I can do for you is give you hormone replacement therapy. There was no suggestion of anything else. And she actually also suggested about two or three weeks into having found out having found out that I would never have children, that my life was completely changed forever, I couldn't do anything about it, that I was, I was not gonna have the future that I had expected for myself for many, many years, I was adjusting. And three weeks in, she actually did suggest that, you know, if this goes on much longer, you know, you may need to go on an antidepressant. And that was when I knew. That was when I knew absolutely I need a different doctor because that's not, it's grief, when you're grieving the change of life, if you've had a hysterectomy, if you have found out you are not going to bear children, if you are grieving the loss of a future plan, the potential children that you always imagine, if you're grieving the loss of a part of your anatomy, it takes a while to adjust. So not only should you not let your doctor talk you into taking a medication you may not need, you should never let your, I don't think you should ever let your OBGYN or your family doctor, your GP, prescribe antidepressants to you. I always think it should be a psychiatrist prescribing that because not only do they know the whole spectrum of options available to you, they'll also be really good and adept at assessing whether or not you really need it. Now, some I've, I've talked to some psychiatrists who will prescribe that stuff like it's going out of style, but I don't think that you have to do that. I, I think you need to talk to a qualified professional and make sure it's what you really want. I myself decided that I was going to find another doctor because I didn't like the answers I got from my doctor. And I didn't stop looking for answers to night sweats after my first doctor told me HRT was the only way to stop them. And it's not. And my second doctor prescribed a supplement that's not HRT, and I've showed it to you on the show before. I don't have the box here, but it's from en Enzymatic Therapy, and it's menopause AM, PM if you want it. Um, it's what she recommended to me, and it works really well for me. Check with your doctor before you try anything that I recommend, but, but it is a really good supplement that I like. 
And I think that the, the point I'm trying to make here is that there are a lot of things that your doctor may not recommend to you. Um, the, the fact that those supplements worked for me, the fact that changing my diet was absolutely transformative for me, the fact that the bed jet transformed me, all of those things are proof of the fact that it's not, there's not one path to getting through the perimenopause and menopause transition. There's just not. And if your doctor isn't offering you alternatives and solutions and options, you must find a new doctor. You've got to keep searching. Every day, I want to encourage you to keep seeking answers. That doesn't mean to try every supplement out there. Don't throw everything at it once, all at once. Be scientific about it. Make one change and give it several weeks to see what the result is. So if you're going to change your diet, change your diet. But don't add supplements with that. Just change your diet. Make that the thing you're doing. Or, and, and give that a few weeks to see how it works. If you're going to try a new supplement, give that about six weeks. It took about six weeks for my supplement to kick in and really work. And I'm so glad that I, about a month in, I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to keep going with this. But then I remembered my doctor had said, keep going for six weeks. And at six weeks, boom, it started working. It was really weird. Maybe that's a psychosomatic thing. I don't know, but it works anyway. Uh, but, but the point is to make one change, give it several weeks, see if it works. If it doesn't, then get rid of that thing and change something else. But only change one thing so you really know what to attribute it to. Um, and, and that way you know what worked and what didn't. And, and remember, there's a ton of snake oil that's marketed to us. It is not all good stuff. Some can be very harmful because the supplement industry is not well, well, well regulated. So be careful with what you try. Check with your doctor or at least your pharmacist as well because there are many supplements that can interact with any medication that you're taking. So do your research. Make sure you know what you're taking. Look at potential side effects and check with your doctor before you make any decisions about what supplements you're going to add or what medications you're going to take. Thanks for watching. I hope this has been helpful. Flash on.